Hi, everybody. This is Emily um, from the Great Design Lead Podcast. And here's a little insight into my day-to-day. So I was really pumped because I was really excited to do a podcast with somebody. And then I got all ready. And then the internet in my apartment just crashed. And we tried to do an episode together, but we got just like a minute into it and both of us were like, this is not going to work. We're going to have to schedule it for when I have better Wi-Fi or something like that. So that was rough. But um, now I'm sitting here in my room by myself. Uh, I have the only light that I have is my little Christmas tree lamp on my desk and it's really nice and calm. And so I thought, hey, you know, I'm still in podcast mode. Um, even if I couldn't do a podcast with my friend today, I can still do one about, um, a little bit of personal life, a little bit of what's been going on in Emily world. Um, I've been a little withdrawn a little bit from, uh, Twitter, from Instagram, from all of these different things, because I've kind of been going through something. And then I realized, um, You know, I'm probably not the only person that has gone through this thing. And in the past, I've talked about things that I've gone through. And it was really sweet because some people that um, are my podcast friends or just my friends in general, um, they listened to it and they reached out to me and they said that they were going through the same thing. So I was like, you know, this might be a nice little moment for myself to remember the lesson that I learned Um, and remember this little point in my life to look back on later on. Um, yeah, so to get you up to speed on what's been going on in my life since the last time I was, um, putting out episodes regularly, um, I used to live in Philadelphia, so I, I am from Pennsylvania. I, um, lived in Philadelphia for six years and then a bunch of things changed in my life, um, I uh, wasn't in school anymore. Um, I was no longer in a long-term relationship that I was in at that time. Um, And I started a job that was completely remote and did not care where I lived in the world. Um, And so there was nothing really keeping me from... um, There's nothing keeping me in the U.S. and nothing keeping me in Philadelphia. And so where I've been um, since then is I decided to try out living outside the U.S. for two months. I went to Italy by myself for a month, which was amazing. And I went to uh, the Netherlands um, where I knew some people, but I stayed by myself. Um, And that was also really amazing. And so since then, I've come back to the U.S. and I've been here for Thanksgiving and Christmas and my sisters and I, all of our birthdays are within a same two-month period. Um, so that was really nice to spend time with them and spend time with my family. Um, but yeah, my plans after Christmas are to go back to Europe and spend time in the Netherlands, um, Scotland, and Montenegro. And really excited about that. Um, so on the outside... Uh, with the stuff that I was posting on Instagram and everything, um, it looks like I was doing really well. It looked like I was like super happy and, and doing okay. Um, but I wanted to share that uh, I was actually not doing that great. Um, 
and it accumulated recently um it's been kind of following me for a couple months but it kind of came to a little bit of a breaking point um about a week ago and it was probably one of the most significant moments in my life and one of the most important moments of my life in terms of who I am and how I relate to other people and so that 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 thing that was this thing that was bothering me is actually something back from uh, being a kid and so basically if I bring you back to like little Emily um I've always not really felt great about myself um and if I if I think about this it's like um it's not that I I thought there was something wrong with my character or something like that because I thought I was a pretty nice person and I would try to be nice and talk badly about anybody I tried to be kind to as many people as I could so it wasn't like who I was as a person it was always what I looked like on the outside um and so like since I was a kid I always thought that like if I worked a little bit harder then I'll be living up to my full potential of what I should be looking like Uh, if I could fix this about the way that I live my life if I could fix that if I could change this like then I would be happy um or uh, then I would be enough um and so uh when you're somebody like that you are pretty insecure and when you don't really have a good um uh opinion of yourself or you don't feel good about yourself you uh look for other ways to validate yourself and so uh ever since I was a kid I was someone that reached out to other people for validation whether that was school school was a really big one because even if you don't feel like you're the prettiest, even if you feel like you're not, you don't look that great, like that didn't matter because I got a grade and I can see the number out of a hundred of what I am. So my mom or my, my family would see my emotions totally tank if I got a bad grade because that's what I thought my value was. That's what I thought, like, I am great because I got an A. Um, and so if I got a C on something, I just, like, my my sense of self-worth was, like, really down in the toilet because of that. Um, I also got a lot of my, my validation was through work. So I really wasn't involved in that many clubs in high school. Um, I was a bit, like, I did plays and maybe I had some after-school activities, but I knew people that, like, do, did a lot of sports or they had all of this stuff going on, but... My favorite thing to do after school was to go to work. So I would be a lifeguard. I'd be a babysitter. I worked in a photography studio. Um, I worked at a snack bar. What else did I do? Just like a lot of like odd jobs that you do when you're like 16, 15, 14. Um, and so the thing that I loved about work is that it didn't matter what I looked like. It just mattered um, if I was good at the job. And then the validation was like my boss telling me that I did a good job, them wanting to rehire me, or um, the money that you made uh, from pretty much selling your time and selling your effort um, to do that job. And the last thing that I did pretty consistently growing up was um, uh, I would take other people's 
words about how I looked and I didn't have a opinion of myself. And so I would just take other people's words um, and mash that all together and then think, okay, so this is what I must be worth or this is what I must look like. If they say I'm pretty, then I'm pretty. Um, and so, yeah, in, in high school, like the boyfriends that I had, a lot of that was um, to feel good about myself and I would like need the reassurance that I was okay. Um, and I didn't really think that that was that weird. I thought, oh yeah, like every girl does that because it's a pretty common. I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think there was anything wrong with me or anything like that. Um, and I did these three things, school, work, and then other people validating you, um, up until now, really. <laughs> and, um, the reason why I started to, to get worse was because, um, I was in, uh, two different situations in, uh, college, um, in which I was really, uh, that, that, that need to be validated, that need to have somebody to tell you that you're okay, um, maybe it, it's safe to do in high school sometimes if people have really good intentions, um, but it's really not safe to do once you get older, um, because sometimes people can see that somebody's really insecure and, uh, they can totally, like, use that or capitalize on that. And so I was in two really bad situations where um, I was told that, like, I was unattractive. I was told that, um, like, like pointing out pieces of me physically and asking me, like, what's wrong with you? Um, you should be, like, smaller. You should be thinner. Um, uh, like you're so big, like all this kind of stuff. And I'm sorry if this is triggering for anybody listening who has issues, um, with that, the way that I did, um, I would, I would get compared to other girls a lot. Um, and just like wild stuff that I didn't, um, want to tell anybody about because I thought that like, this is the only person actually telling me the truth. Um, and that all of my friends or family reassuring me that that's not the case and that I'm not any of these mean things that this person is telling me, um, I didn't believe them because I thought that, like, this person, or, like, in these two situations, um, that these people were the only people telling me what was true, um, and that, that I just need to handle it, that I need to fix things about myself and I need to eat less and I need to work out more and I need to fix myself because um, uh, I needed to be fixed. And so um, it's a really scary position to be in. And so I'm not in either of those situations anymore. Um, but the thing about that kind of stuff when somebody says something like that to you is that it sticks with you. Um, and so... Uh, I don't want to say too much about it, but um, in the situation that I'm in now with somebody who's very kind and very loving, um, I was 
still in that mindset that I was in when I was in the bad situations. And I was constantly going for affirmation, uh, constantly asking to be reassured. Um, and it was, it was, I wouldn't say it was obsessive, but it was like more than normal. And, um, this, the fact that, uh, this person saw this in me and saw that I was like just doing the thing that I've always done of trying to get that validation in order to feel good about myself. Um, he saw that in me and pushed back against it and said, basically, um, I am not going to do this with you and I'm going to ask you to try to find that sense of self-worth and try to find that sense of happiness with yourself from you, not from anybody else, but from you. Um, because this person that I'm with uh, didn't want to be needed in that way, just wanted to be the person that I'm with, not the person that I need in order to feel good about myself, because what kind of relationship is that? And I'm saying this all super level-headedly right now, but um, I was not ready for that change <laughs> in um, uh, mindset because I was so used to one thing of like needing somebody to feel better, um, needing somebody to feel like at, I'm at least, not better, but like that I'm at least okay, um, that I was just spiraling. I was like, if if I don't have an opinion of myself, then what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to feel good about myself? Like, this is new. This is scary. And it was really tough to actually, like, get to grips with that. And so for a couple of months, I just had this big, like, foggy cloud over my head, just just feeling terrible about myself because I took those words as, like, that I wasn't getting that affirmation and that I wasn't good enough. Um, and that's not what the message was at all, but it was just so hard for me to get out of that mindset. Um, and so, uh, after a couple months went by, it like accumulated to the point where I was like really not doing well. I didn't, um, I just feel, felt really bad because I didn't know how to deal with this new thing of needing to determine on, my own if I'm okay or not or if I'm good enough or not um and so I was just having a really rough time and my mom was actually on the way to the city that I'm in to drop my sister off so she could um fly back home after a holiday that we had together and so she texted me she said hey Em I'm gonna be in your town just want to know if you'd like to hang out and I said, yes, I would love for you to do that. Um, and so she came by and she could tell that I was really upset. She's like, what is going on? Why are you so upset? What's going on? And she listened to me tell her exactly what I just explained now. Um, and she agreed. She said, Emily, what this person is doing isn't um, trying to hurt you or anything like that. Like they just, they really want you to be independent and want you to have your own sense of self-worth that doesn't come from them and honestly like it should be your opinion of yourself that shows you how you're doing 
or shows you who you are. And I just remember looking up at her and I was like, I don't know how to do that. I don't have an opinion of myself. I've always just determined that opinion of myself from other people's opinions of me. And she said, well, there's your problem. And um, maybe you've gone through this or you're going through it right now. But um, I had this huge cloud over my head. And the thing that actually got me out of that big cloud over my head was this weird, like, just super simple phrase. But it makes so much sense. Um, If you ever feel bad about how you look or you feel bad about your body for any reason whether it's logical or illogical or what if what you look in the mirror isn't actually like reality but you're just so not in a good place that you think that what you see in the mirror is different than what is reality um the phrase that i got was if someone says something about you and about what you look like um whether it's positive or negative that doesn't change your body at all and i know this is like such an obvious thing and maybe some people are saying emily like this is so obvious and true but for me it really that's the thing that got me out of it was like this person like affirming all of these things that were told to me in the past were flaws about myself or things I needed to fix or anything like that. Like those people of the past that told me I needed to fix all of these things about myself and that they weren't good, like just because they say something bad about you doesn't mean that that part of you has changed at all from between the 10 seconds after they say that thing to you to the 10 seconds before they said that thing to you. It's still the same you. It's still the same body. It's not bad now that this person has said this. But at the same like other end of the horseshoe or other end of the spectrum, because you feel bad about yourself, somebody affirming you with words isn't going to change your body. So you don't need to wait for somebody else to give you permission to feel to make you feel good about yourself or make you feel good about how you look or anything like that. And it was so weird. It was just this cloud over my head that was really fogging up like my work. It was fogging up like me wanting to go out to eat. It was fogging up all of these different things. And really it was just leftover bad feelings from a bad situation that I was in a while ago. And I just realized that, like, the words can be totally separate, and you can be over here, and the words that somebody else says about you can be on the total other end of the world or other end of the table or whatever. And it doesn't have to affect how you look at yourself. It's so much easier said than done but it was just such a weird moment that I had been crying for such a long time (laughs) and uh it was just like not stopping and um once my mom and I came up with that phrase and once we started talking about that like all the tears just stopped and I haven't cried about it since 
And the weird thing also is that I started looking at myself in the mirror and I never thought that like body dysmorphia was a real thing. And I don't, but the reason was is because I didn't understand the concept of like, if I look at something, how is it possible that I'm looking at something and it's different than what reality is? How does that work? Like if I'm looking at a red refrigerator, I'm not going to look at it and think that it's green. And if I'm looking at like, I don't know, white shoes, I'm not going to look at it and think that it's purple. Like that's just not how reality works. So I was always a little confused that like you can look at yourself and see something else. Um, But the next day after I had this realization, I was um, getting ready for the day and I looked at myself in the mirror and I looked totally different than what I saw in the mirror two days prior. And physically, I had changed nothing. Like, there was no way I my body could have changed in two days. But the fact that the, the fog cleared, I started feeling okay. I didn't feel like I was constantly trying to get affirmation or get validation or get approval or anything like that. It literally changed how I was registering myself in the mirror. And I think that that independence of not needing somebody to make sure you're okay was one of the biggest stepping stones for me to go from like the mentality of like 19 year old teenager Emily to 25 year old independent Emily. I appreciate that so much and honestly I feel a little embarrassed of the the anger and the frustration and the fear and all of that of me not knowing how to have my own opinion of myself and feeling like other people need to set it for me um but you live and learn and sometimes you just need to kind of like totally withdraw from other things going on if that's what it takes to make you come to a realization that you need to in life or you hit a milestone and you really need to learn that important lesson because I don't know I was just tired all the time and I wasn't doing episodes and I just really wasn't doing well but this was such an important thing for me to go through and I'm so excited for the adventures that I'm going to be doing um, when I go back to Europe and the different kind of Emily of feeling more independent and feeling more um, secure with herself. Um, So if anybody's been like, hey, like Emily hasn't been doing any episodes recently. I wonder if she's okay. I wonder what's going on. Um, That's what was going on. I was um, just going through a little bit of a bump in the road and um, healing up some uh, childhood and uh, early 20s emotional scars (laughs) and finding a new way of um, being happy and being on my own and becoming a little bit more of a of a grown-up so I don't know if I would say grown-up I think maybe like becoming a little bit more um, whole in myself away from 
other people and being able to be okay on my own um whether or not there are other people in my life there to tell me I'm okay um but yeah so I just wanted to reach out to you guys because I share a lot of stuff with you and um I share the ups and I share the downs and everything so this I think is both I think this was a down of going through old stuff and old memories and old bad feelings but in the end it's very much an up because I feel so much better about myself I feel so much better um separate from all of that and so um that's the end of the story (laughs) I just want to say thank you for listening this podcast has given me so many opportunities in life it's it's introduced me to so many friends it's um given me the confidence to go to places that I've never been um and make friends there which has been an amazing experience so far I've only just started I've got so many many more months of this to go um but thank you for listening and I'll see you later. Bye.